0: Welcome to the Redeem the Dream podcast, episode 9. Hi, my name is Dan Marsden, and today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30-day trial. Just head over to audibletrial.com slash Podcast to start browsing the unmatched selection of audio programs today. Head over to audibletrial.com slash Podcast and download a title today and start listening. It's that simple. Sure appreciate the support. Well, today's episode is called Starving in America, and it's part one of a part five series on what I learned from being hungry. So during each part, part one through part five, I will share one principle that being hungry has taught me, and one personal story to illustrate that fact. But before I get into that, I'd like to share a couple of stats about hunger in America, which is actually quite fascinating. It says here that Approximately 6.7 million youth ages 10 through 19 receive assistance from the Feeding America network each year, but there's only limited research that has focused on teenagers' lived experience with food insecurity. One in six people in America face hunger. The USDA defines food insecurity as the lack of access at times to enough food for all household members. In 2011, households with children reported a significantly higher food insecurity rate than households without children. And finally, about 40 million people struggle with hunger in the United States, including more than 12 million children. Well, this is really a personal issue for me. Um, I came to this country at the age of 16. My first 15 years in the U.S., I struggled with hunger on and off. There's never been a 12-month period where I didn't have to struggle with it at all for the first 15 years in the U.S., And before that, I I grew up in Germany with a single mom uh, who was on welfare. And, you know, we always had food, but I I just told myself I never wanted to be on welfare. I didn't want to live that life, no matter what it took. I just didn't want to do that. And so I never did. Even during these 15 years, I never actually went to a food bank or anything like that. Not that I'm against it at all. I think it's a great thing, and I think people should take advantage of those services. But it was just a personal choice that I made for myself not to go, and it worked for me. And so the first principle I like to talk about, the first thing that being hungry in America has taught me is that people always seem to respect someone who's willing to fight through their hunger and do the next right thing. Because if we do that, God always seems to bring the right people in our lives at the right time and at the right place. After I graduated from high school, see I, I, Came to the U.S. the summer after my sophomore year of high school, and I went to one school my junior year, a small town in, this, uh, in a small town at, uh, on the Oregon coast, and then my senior year I was in Portland, Oregon, which is uh, the largest city in Oregon, and that's where I finished out my high school career. So after I graduated. I went up to Wenatchee, Washington, which is right in the center of the state of Washington at the time. Definitely it was the apple capital of the world. It smelled really, really nice. And it had a junior college there, a community college called Wenatchee Valley College, which is where I started my college education. And so I just uh, was able to, to buy a little pickup truck after I graduated from high school. And I drove that thing up to Wenatchee and I actually got there about a month before school started. And I was, I was pretty broke. Of course, I didn't really have family or anything like that. And so it was just me. And I had about a $40 budget for an entire month that included my food money and my gas money. So you're talking $5 a week in gas and $5 a week for food. That's kind of what my budget was. And so the first eight or nine days, I didn't really know anybody up there. I just rolled into town. Um, I really stuck with that principle of just using those five dollars and I told myself that hey if I if I just buy a loaf of bread at a, at a local grocery store for 69 cents you know those toast loaves with a bunch of little slices in it uh, I can I can survive on that for a couple days because I read somewhere you can survive off of three servings of bread and so that's what I did I had three servings of bread I was able to buy myself a little bit of cheese and that's all I ate and I, of course water was free so you always had access to water somewhere and so that's all I had the first eight or nine days there. And I, I lost tons of weight. It was incredibly frustrating being hungry. I was also a college athlete. I went up there to walk on at the at the basketball team there, and I was the only walk-on to actually make that team that season. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it, it was incredibly difficult. It was so, so frustrating. And just dropping all that weight was was awful for me as an athlete, and I was already very thin. And I probably lost, I don't know, 10, 15-plus pounds first 10 days I was there because I wasn't eating and so it was really really just an emotionally draining physically draining situation for me so one day I found out that there is uh, some kind of ministry some kind of college age church ministry going on there across the street from campus and that night they had some type of event I don't know it must have been a Tuesday night or something and I decided to go I didn't really feel like going but I went and I listened to the guy speak it was pretty good, but I was so hungry. It was hard to pay attention and so frustrated. And I felt so embarrassed because I lost so much weight. And I just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. Of course, I didn't really like asking for help too much either. So after the message, I just kind of walked out of church and had the feeling like the Holy Spirit was kind of nudging me. saying, said, hey, you got to go back and speak to the person that I presented that night. And so I turned around and I did. And I reached out to the guy, spoke with him, I connected with him. I kind of shared a little bit about my story, said I haven't really been eating the last eight, nine days other than, you know, three pieces of toast and some cheese and a little bit of water. And so he's like, man, bro, I'm going to take you out to eat tonight. So that night he took me out to this place and we had a big fat steak. He paid for it and it was so good. And finally he said, man, you know what, God just put this thing on my heart. I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. So he handed me $100, and at the time I didn't know that he himself was struggling too uh, in his own way. He wasn't well off, but he had that extra $100, and he gave it to me to help me out with food until school started because I had a job lined up on campus. I just couldn't start working until school actually started. And so I had to kind of figure out a way to survive that first three to four weeks without it. And so that was a huge blessing. So I had $100 in my pocket. And the next day, I actually went to a bank account then, uh, sorry, a bank to open a bank account. This was a, a Wednesday, I remember, and, and the lady at the bank, she seemed all happy and everything. And so I figured, hey, maybe I'll ask her if she's a believer. And so I asked her, hey, are you a Christian? You go to church somewhere? I just, I'm new to town. I'm looking for a good place to plug in. And sure enough, she said, oh, yeah, I go to this this church. And it's Wednesday night, so we have, we're having a Bible study tonight. You're welcome to come. So I said, great. So I opened the bank account with her and and that night I went to her church and it it was a little Bible study. I just kind of sat there and it was one of those places where it's just a bunch of, I mean, nothing bad, nothing wrong with it, but a lot of really older people, gray heads uh, and me. And I was just a freshman in college and so I really stuck out and everybody was kind of surprised and shocked to see me walk in there. And I sat around and went through the Bible study with everybody. And it seemed, you know, it, it was great. I enjoyed it. And afterwards, there happened to be the guy there that kind of works with the youth at that church. And he came up to me and said, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? It's a this Bible study. is just all elderly people. And you just kind of showed up out of nowhere. And what's your story? So he took me out to Applebee's and we ate again really nice. And then the next day he calls me and he says, hey, man, I, I spoke with my wife. And we would really like to have you over for dinner every single day until school starts, and so they kind of became, you know, like like a little family to me. Uh, before school started, I could show up there every day and eat, and they would feed me this big meal and ice cream for dessert. Everything I felt like I remember I was in heaven, and so they took care of me until school started. He actually owned a hair salon. So, I got my haircut for free that whole school year. Dude just hooked me up. It was such a blessing. And if there's anything that I learned from that, is that God really, man, He will always put the right people in your life. If you keep fighting, if you keep pressing through, even when you're hungry, even if you don't know what the next step is, listen to what, what God is telling you. When He's telling you, hey, man, maybe go over here and meet this person, talk to this person, do it because. He has an amazing plan for all of our lives. And I always really, really believe that if we keep fighting, there's always going to be someone that God brings our way that respects that fight, that has the ability to help us. And so I hope this really encourages somebody. I like to read a little scripture here too that kind of reflects that for me here out of Joshua. A lot of you guys probably heard this before, but Joshua chapter one, verse nine. It says this, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this is Joshua, God encouraging Joshua as he's getting ready to take over from Moses to lead the people of Israel. God saying, hey man, be strong, be courageous. I'm with you wherever you go. And I believe that this is also how we are meant to lead our lives, to be strong, courageous, and to understand that God is with us wherever we go. So even when we struggle with hunger on those days where we're not eating, I've been there many times where I had one meal every two, three days or just had a couple pieces of bread for eight, nine days at a time and losing weight and being frustrated and experiencing the, all the emotions that go along with it. And actually, the, as the older we get, the harder it is when we struggle with, with this issue. And I'll get into that later on in, in, in part two and three. So I hope this... The short message, really encourage you guys. And if you have someone that you're walking with that's going through it, encourage them to keep fighting. Encourage them to keep praying and to cultivate that relationship with God and to discern where God is leading them next. And they will be amazed at the doors God will open. It's just absolutely beautiful. So I hope... uh, you guys love that principle, and you can relate to it. I'd love to hear some, some feedback, too, on anything that I say and share. My my email address is dan at redeem-the-dream.org. Love to get some feedback. Beyond that, I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Strikeforce Energy, for their support. Head on over to their website to enjoy a great discount on us and all their products. Go to strikeforceenergy.com slash discount slash RTD. And other than that, I look forward to uh, connecting with you guys next time. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye.